Yo, welcome to a new edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve. And I'm here with my partner in crime, Tommy T. So we miss, yeah, man. So we're missing one today, but like we've told y'all before, he is out. He's doing marriage things, cake testing, and and uh uh looking at and, and whatever he's doing. But uh, you know, he got the marriage thing going on. So G will be not be with us today, but that don't mean that we ain't finna get down. You understand me? You understand right. me? If y'all follow him on social media, man. Hey, damn congratulations like every single day until the wedding. Just do it for me. <laughs> me too. Me too. Just just shoot them a congrats. Yeah, just just keep just keep congratulating. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, man, hey, I might I might crash and be be the weather wet uh wedding, <laughs> wedding be hilarious, dog. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to his shout out to his future wife too, man. Doctor Doctor Tops in the building, man. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations to her, man. Congrats. She got her doctorates successfully successively defending her <laughs> dissertation. Yeah. Um, and there it is. There you go. There you go. Hey, man, pop up out there. Good, gonna get married. Hey, I come out the back. <laughs> he ain't invited, so we really oh, crash. Meet me at the altar in your white dress. Mm-hmm. Hey, greatest wedding song of all time. Just don't play the remix. That's that's a great way to piss me off. I hate the remix. <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm not gonna remember the remix, so, bro. So yeah. Oh, yeah. They ruined, that. They ruined yeah. that song, man. Yeah, it's like too upbeat. I'm like, ah, no, no. Um, but for everyone that's tuning in today, man, today's gonna be a cool episode. We are talking about the versus battle with Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. Ain't nobody hopping around. Hey, man, I, I love me some Bobby Brown, man. They did an uh, incredible job. So we're gonna talk about that today. We also gonna be talking about double XL freshman list. So we're gonna go through that a little bit. Cause I know, you know, over the years, it's been some ups and downs with the freshman list. Some of us has liked it, some of us has hated it, but we're gonna talk about it. Uh, other than that, man, we're gonna get to the news. We're gonna get to what's in your speakers, and man, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a great time, man. We we're gonna talk some Bill Cosby as well, yes sir, and, uh, as well as the Suns versus the. The books, the books in the final, so that'll be in the news today. Uh, and we, and man, we're gonna we gonna enjoy ourselves. So, without further ado, if you are catching us on the YouTube channel, uh, the Speak Eagle podcast page or the Three Amp page, media page, please, there's a bell there. It's very easy to do, man. Subscribe, subscribe. It actually spells it out for you, so you can't miss it. It says subscribe. It, it just does so mm-hmm. hit that and uh that way you don't miss anything we got going on also if you're catching us on your favorite podcast platform whether it's apple spotify whoever uh go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes like last week's episode uh probably one of our now nah, yeah probably one of our longest episodes yet <laughs> but yeah. it, but it yeah. was definitely fun uh great conversation so uh as well as other episodes that we have had in the past and yeah make sure y'all comment like subscribe and most importantly man enjoy so without further ado man let's get to it um 4th of july just passed yep 
How was your fourth, man? It was good, man. My uncle came down. We all hung out. Which um, uncle? Uh, Dion. Oh. Dion and his family <laughs> came down. We all hung out, man. Played some spades. Ate mm-hmm. some good barbecue. Bruh, like, I was on the grill and... Bro, I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot toot. That's all, all I right. got to say, man. Them joints was fire. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, hey, man. But no, nah, we 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 had a good time, man. What about yourself? Man, I was in the chat uh, over at my uncle's house. We went and bought him some fireworks, and he grilled so ribs. Uh, so we had ribs, brisket, pulled pork, uh, hamburgers, hot dogs. I like the. Um, Man, I like to get them hot uh, brats. Yeah. So they got me some some brats and, and did the brats for me. Uh, man, we had a good time. Pool. Uh, some of the kids hopped in the pool. Some of the adults was in the pool. Um, barbecue. And then we 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 blew it up that night and yeah. came on home Sunday. Man, I and remember the 4th of July the growing up, bro. Hey. In that parking lot across the street, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the show, man. Every time, everybody was there. Everybody was out there too, man. Yeah, man. I All miss those sort of days. I miss it. One hey, fourth, so. we gonna have to do that. Yeah, I we gonna have hey. to link up and do that, man. We uh, we went to a par- parking lot near my uncle's house uh, this year. Uh, and man, we a couple, couple people end up stopping watching the watching yeah. uh, watching as well. I'm like, man, y'all made our night. I was like, oh, it's, hey, we, you welcome, D. <laughs> you know, we do this. We we be in sync too, trying to pop multiple ones, make it look like make it look like a real show. Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, so, yeah, man. we gotta do that one. Yeah, link up, blow Hell it up, yeah. and uh, and go on about our business. Yo, Nashville. It's crazy because Nashville has one of the biggest Fourth uh, of July fireworks displays in the country. Um, so they had a concert and then they blow it up and all that good stuff. So yeah. uh, if we don't link up to do it, Nashville would be a good, great place to come up and just kind of hang out yeah. and blow it up. So so yeah, yeah. This next year. Yeah, for sure, man. We definitely got to do it, man. That, like, I just thought about that, man. Like how running around in the damn parking lot and shit, man, and throwing firecrackers at each other and and learning how to pop them and the little sparkly mm-hmm. things. I remember the first time I had one. I thought I was gonna burn my damn hand off. Those little sparkly things were your first go to, and then you go up to Roman candles and then yeah. <laughs> bottle rockets, the bottle rockets. And <laughs> all that. And then next thing you know, you're doing the big stuff. Man, my son, uh, it was his first time, man. He enjoyed himself, really giving a, having a chance to light some of the small stuff on his own. We told him next year he can he can graduate and come over there and, and light some of the bigger stuff. But, man, it, it's a tradition for us every uh, – well, not every year, but it's been a long time since we do it. But all the men will go together. We go get the fireworks, come back, and, uh, man, just enjoy ourselves. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up, man. I'm glad y'all had a good time, man. My Ooh. only problem be folks that just they, they just can't get right. Yeah. Like, look, at a certain time you got you gotta cut that shit off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed, bro. <laughs> I don't care you got some left. Go to bed. Everybody right. else trying to. <laughs> really? Like, man, you should have fired all of them. <laughs> what yeah. was you waiting on? Man, I found it. No, no. 
No. Uh-uh. They trying to be like, like we finna pop all of these. Yeah, like right now. <laughs> like, like, be like, I know this the big boom, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this one. Mm-hmm. But all these little ones, yeah, I'm finna pop all these. Uh, it's gas to go. And if you do say something, shoot, just that don't mean you know that don't mean go on for till three or four in the morning. Yeah, don't even go to twelve. Right, just have your time where you cutting it out and you sit back and chill. Watch yeah. the rest of the people. Absolutely. Matter of fact, the rest of the people need to cut it out. <laughs> I used to think they all got together, man. Like the oh. the folks in the parking lot, I used to think everybody got together and they just went in and bought fireworks. Oh and, no! But it it wasn't that. It yeah. was like just. Y'all would have y'all said, we would have I said, somebody else down the street would have they said, and somebody else would have. And at one point, you think they was in competition, but they weren't. They was just out there, like the kids be lined up on the on the side of the parking lot, just looking. Yeah. Man, that shit was it, fun, man. It really turned into a like a uh, it one. It was like an indirect competition. Right, so, all right. You know they, you know they gonna come with it. So make sure you got what. <laughs> make sure you got what you gonna have. Right, y'all have what y'all gonna have, and and we gonna represent for the neighborhood. Yeah, blow it up real quick. Yeah. So then they here. stay cleaning it up, man. <laughs> That's why we clean it up that night. But when you came out to the next day, boy, it'd be stuff everywhere. 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 You'd be like, oh, damn. A lady at the uh lady at the fireworks store told us a trick. She said tear off the, you know, the plastic be on top of it. Mm-hmm. She said, go ahead and tear that off. That way your fireworks go up higher and it's less to clean up. So, mm. that's a quick tip for everybody. Tear the little, tear the stuff off of it. Uh, for like, you know, the ones that like 46 shots. Yeah. Like, go ahead and tear the like, top <laughs> plastic apart. Just be yeah, going up go ahead. Yeah, I know. Go ahead and tear about. that part off. That way, you know, you don't have a bunch of plastic papers and stuff around, but yeah, man, all in all, it was great. Uh, my daughter hates fireworks, so man, it's too I loud think for I think Lily likes them, but she wasn't close up to them. Like we mm-hmm. we saw some at the uh, Braves game, and she was just pointing at them and stuff like that. But she wasn't close up to them like y'all were. Zoe, she'll put her hands over her ears. And too loud for her. Yeah, it's too loud. Or she'll put it over her face and just kind of she'll go get up in my mom's lap. She don't want to deal with it. So, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, shoot, man. <laughs> so, with, with all that, I guess we go ahead and get in. What's in your speakers? Let's get it, man. Uh, man, so... I guess, shoot, I guess we'll let you start. <laughs> we, right. I was going to say, you going, you going. Yeah, man. You go ahead and fire it off, man. What, right, what was in man. your playlist for this 4th of July uh, week? All right. So my my five, my uh, my top five songs of the of the week, um, because of the 4th of July celebration, man, I was listening to a, a lot of songs, you know, um, just getting prepared to grill and everything like that and enjoy family and, and cook and, um, you know, people coming over and, and being outside. Um, the Rain by Missy Elliott. I can't stand the rain. Doom, doom. So that was that was one. Uh, Waukesha by Moneybag Yo. Mm-hmm. This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. Um, I Get Around by Tupac featuring Shock G and Money B. And uh, it was a good day 
by Ice Cube, man. Um, okay. Those songs, those just a like the songs that I was like, man. If you was, if it was any moment moment for this week, those are the songs that's gonna get me through. With a couple more, I want to honorably honorably mention "Summertime" <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, but that like it's it's like those songs right there, man. Just uh, just just put you in a better mood. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when it comes Absolutely. to like. Um, you know, this 4th of July holiday for me. Um, I did check out that G Herbo um album, which is dope. It's uh it's I finally gave him a real listen. Okay. I don't feel like I really gave give him listens um a lot, but yeah, that one, that G Herbo album was dope. I went back and checked out the Doja Cat album, her uh her or something like that. It's the name of it. I can't remember the name of it. Um, checked out that album again. Um, what else? It was a couple songs that came out too that I checked. I can't remember the name of it. But um, those five songs right there is what was in my speakers that got me through. Um, those are my top five for this week. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That was that was that was cool. Quick, easy, straight yeah. to the point. Uh, and also for everyone, uh, we will be doing a playlist and other players, so be on the lookout for that with all of our top five songs of the week. Um, G's not here. I'm sure he's got like a lot of wedding slow songs for the fourth, probably because he's yeah. doing a lot of wedding stuff. So I can't wait to see what his top five is. Uh, he is getting the list together. Uh, for me, as far as my top five. So, uh, in no particular order, man, my top five for the week. Uh, Money Man, uh, Boss Up. Man, I love that record. Uh, it's just, I don't know, somebody just, it just speaks to me, man. I enjoy that record a lot. Uh, Cap One. Yo, so it, some of y'all know Cap One, some of y'all don't. Um, some of y'all uh, know Cap One from, you know what I'm saying, his stint in Atlanta, from being around 2 Chains. Uh, things like that. Me, I know Cap One when he was in, uh, when he was, he's originally from Chicago, but, and if I'm not mistaken, Cap One was the first, like probably one of the first rappers signed to Motown. Uh, but I, I remember him, and I could be getting that confused with someone else, but I'm thinking it's Cap One. Uh, but I remember his very first, his first album that I came across, and it's called uh, Through the Eyes of a Dunn. So, and one of my top five is a couple of joints on there that I really, really enjoy. Y'all go check out that album if you haven't had a chance. Also, if you're on Apple Music and you're trying to find it, put on, put in cap dot one, and then you'll find them uh, instead of the regular cap with the letter with the number one. But check out through the eyes of a dumb man and my top five man cap one ladies and willies. This was a record that had uh, had cannabis on it. And when I say cannabis ripped this thing from back to forth, man, and then also with Cat, uh, Cat One doing this thing, man, it was just uh, a really, really, really good good record, something that I still enjoy to this day. And uh, I still enjoy the album, man. I got some some other records on there that I really, really enjoy. But this one here, uh, this I think this was the single as well. So go check out that Cat One, man. Let me know what you think. And then go back, go through all his recent stuff, too. Uh, from there, man, Ghost Town DJs, man, my boo. Mm-hmm. Hey, they came on in the car. This is one of them summer records. If you was like really out there at the pool, and like we used to go to this pool called Booker T uh, down in Chattanooga and 
everybody be out, be out there and it'd be a good time. Mm-hmm. And that this this video reminds me of that that time, and, and it was just fun, man. So uh, Ghost Town DJs, man, my boo, uh, go check that one out. Real summertime summertime record. Uh, from here, I'm going country. <laughs> Right. <laughs> with uh, Nico Moon, Good Times. Uh, man, I find this one came on kind of by mistake. We was playing with the Alexa and we asked her to, if, if she could play a song, a specific song, but instead she turned on like the country music mm-hmm. uh, station. And first song was, uh, I can't remember the writer, but uh, all I know is um, uh, Flo- uh, Florida Georgia Line was on it. And like, man, it was rocking. We was like, well, let's let it play. And then the next one was this Nico Moon, Good Times. And man, it, it's kind of, I, you know, you kind of see how they're kind of fusing the, the country and the hip hop world together on some of these. So man, I really enjoyed the song, man. If you got, if you, if, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be a little open to something new, check out Nico Moon, Good Times. Uh, my last one, my last top five, man. Big Waldo. Big Waldo! <laughs> uh, whole lot of ice. Big Waldo. Look at him. Big Waldo. Hey, Gucci. Hey, man, Gucci yeah. is probably one of the greatest A&Rs ever. Uh, mm-hmm. That isn't an A&R. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, Big Waldo, I'm glad that we get to, get to enjoy what he's uh, bringing to the table. That, you know what I'm saying, and what Gucci's doing with him because this song Whole Lot of Ice man I'm enjoying it man yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot it's hard it's really right. hard did you see the video for that one yeah yeah bro he has everybody in that video bro everyone's in that video everybody's in that video and uh, not only that it's not just Big Wild Dog on the record you get Pooh Shiesty and you're also getting Lil Baby on the record um, man the beat's tough the song's tough it's tough Big Wild Dog um, <laughs> I rock with him, man. I, I like him a lot. So if y'all want to, man, check out Big Walk Dog, whole lot of ice, and then you know, check out everything else he got coming. So, um, that rounds out my top five records as far as albums. Uh, Trap Boy Freddy, Big Trap, man. I was listening to that. Uh, Wasting Time featuring Drake, uh, the one with uh Brent Fias. That's Brent mm. Fias and Drake. Wasting Time, man. Really, really enjoyed that. I went back to Culture Three by the way, with the Migos um, and just enjoyed that as well. Uh, and then one record that I'm going to put as an honorable mention that um, uh, that I did not that I did not uh, talk about at first, but uh, oh, let me pull it. It's in my slack real quick. Give, give me a quick second. I know I had it up. I got to remember the name here. It is by I really wanted to put this record in my top five, yeah, but I ended up not doing so after I heard that big walk dog. It just kind of inched it out a little bit. But uh, uh, I know I'm gonna miss this all up. Aurora, Aurora by Maria the Scientist. Um, look here, man, my, Maria the Scientist is dope. Uh, check out Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> I know I'm butchering it. Uh, Aurora. Yeah. Nah, you Aurora. This. <laughs> Ain't that what it is? Oh, I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> you, Aurora. 
Just I, go I with that. He's just go with that. name that. And I thought, never mind, whatever. But, man, it's, a, it's an amazing song by uh, Maria the Scientist. Go check out Maria the Scientist uh, without, uh, whenever you have a chance. And uh, I did listen to that Vince Staples and that G Herbo as well. I didn't listen to the album, though. But, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed those, but yeah, man, that ends up my re- that ends up my week, uh, my Fourth of July week, man. I just kind of enjoyed it. It was easy, man. It's easy. probably aura. Is it aura? Maybe it might be. It might be. It's probably aura. You right? Dang, my bad, uh, Maria, the scientist. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> It's that country boy talk, man. We <laughs> it happens. Hey, man, I understand, man. It does happen. I understand. It's it certain happens. words, bro. It's certain words. Yeah, man. If I don't use them much, shoot, I'm trying to sound it out. All that, right? And the, and the letters be silent. That really messed me up. Yeah, I was like, man, why? Why is it even there if it's silent? Just <laughs> spell it without it. But hey, whatever the less, uh, charge it to. Talk to my mind and not my heart. But uh, yeah, man, I guess that rounds out what's in your speakers. Um, like I said before, man, be looking out for the playlist. The playlist should be coming uh, very, very soon. G is working yeah, on it. It'll probably be out uh, today. Yeah. yeah. It'll be out today. Yeah. So, so. G is working on that. Uh, Despite his 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 absence, his absence, but it'll be out and uh yeah man let us know let us know if it's something that we missed as far as top fives what was your top five put it in the comments uh and so that we can see so that we can we can go and check out some new records uh so without further ado man I think it's about that time to hop over in the news alright man this gonna be uh well last time man we got we got caught up in the news man but this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start us off with uh, Bill Cosby got released. Like we was in the Slack, and I was like sending the updates as it was happening. Oh, yeah. the Supreme Court! The, like basically what happened: the Supreme Court reversed the uh, the uh, charges or dropped the charges because of a technicality in the in the case. It's basically yep. the process. The prosecutors, the before the last prosecutor uh, for Bill Cosby court case said if he testifies, he won't uh, charges won't be brought again, brought up on him. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously, we know he was charged for, um, you know, drugging those women and they were, or drugging that woman. But, you know, pretty much he was charged, has done time. I think he was in jail. Years. What time? When did he go? He was serving like a ten-year sentence. Yeah, um, and I think he was in jail for like two or three years already. I think it's two. Yeah, it was two because he he was convicted in 2018 um, mm. on drugging and molesting Andrea Constant, um, who's uh, working for the ten, uh, for Temple University's women basketball team at the time of the 2004 assault. Um, yeah, man, like this is this is this situation was crazy because it came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, snap, because like Bill Cosby was like a person that I really looked up to, like growing up because of the Cosby show. Like I've always wanted him as my dad, you know, yeah. and then to find out this. I know previously uh, when we first saw uh, like long ago. Um, we were talking about when how to separate the artist from the art, mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's what's one of the big things. Um, but to hear that he has been released, like he got released. Like I have never seen anybody get released that fast. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it happened. Like let's say it happened. At, like we heard about it at 12 o'clock. By 4 o'clock, he was out of jail. Well, I think... I'm, I'm just using arbitrary yeah. numbers, but it was like same day that they reversed this uh this charge or dropped it or whatever they called it, he was out of jail. That yeah. that doesn't happen to normal people. Well, yeah, it depends on where you're locked up at because they could have, you know, before the public got a hold of it, you know, this could have been already like in the works. But depending on where you, uh, I think depending on where you're locked up, it depends on, you know, how quick they get you up out of there. Yeah. Um, so this was, uh, yeah, this was an interesting one. I don't know exactly what this means now. Like, what does this mean for Bill Cosby? Uh, the craziest thing is, uh, I think his name is Judge Joe Brown has been, I've, I've seen clips of him on social media. Really? Doing interviews and he's talking about the Bill Cosby thing. And even though he come off pretty uh, insensitive and kind of aggressive, uh, I do, like, he has a, he has this point and you're kind of like, uh, okay. And um, that was very interesting. So if you come across it, um, just I don't know. Judge O'Brien is a, is an interesting character nowadays. Um, but I mean, man, it's crazy because I see a lot of people celebrating that he's uh, that he's out. My thing is, I I don't know exactly what all this means. I know the whole thing about technicality. Hey, if he testifies, then and then also not to mention that they've barred to bring up any like they can't like bring up any more. They can't prosecute him in the future yeah. for this at all. So it's interesting, man. It's, it's, like, it's a it's a very, very interesting, interesting uh it's a very interesting situation just because it's like honestly, man, he got lucky. My thing is, all right. <laughs> Does that mean he didn't do it? <laughs> no, he did it. No, um, he, did, he, he did it. Like that's the thing. That's how they that's how they uh Cause he did come out and say that, yeah, like that was the thing. He he testified, mm-hmm. admitting that he gave these women pills and 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 you know in in a order to have sex with them. But he his claim was it was still consensual. What is yeah, like, so if I can't drug you and say, hey, we're gonna have sex after I drug you, that's not consent. Well. I, uh, so this is what just, <laughs> the whole Just Joe Brown thing, because like I've we we know like when you went out with someone and, and y'all are drinking and stuff and it leads to that, you know, is it like at what part is it? Does it turn over to all right? Is it consent? Like man, we got to get. Permission slips, man. Sign oh, your yeah. permission slips. <laughs> Sign at the door. All right, this is what we do. Because I mean, look, we have a. I'm not laughing because I think it's funny, but I'm laughing because um, we didn't have to do that. But that's a way to protect yourself as a man. It's like, hey. I want you to sign this slip to say 
and if we have sex, that you you are giving the okay. Yeah. You're good with it. <laughs> you are good with, we, with us having sex, and I'm going to put this in my files. Yeah. I th- who does that? I think 50 does something. Does he? Like that. Something, like you, have to, you have to at yeah. this point, man. Like the question that I asked you about it was, how does this affect the Me Too movement? And this was, I asked this question like right when it came out. Mm-hmm. And then when I got a chance to read it a little bit more, I was like, this doesn't affect the Me Too movement at all. It makes you take a, a closer look at it because now it's like the Me Too movement really affects women, but we need to look at it. How does that affect men? Yeah. And I always uh-huh. feel like men are left out of the equation just because we're men. We're the hunters, you know? Um, yeah. And you, and you know my whole sentiments on that. Like the man is automatically guilty no matter right. what. It's like you did it and it's like, now it's like you gotta you automatically put in a hole and you have to fight out. Right. Um and, and it's it's like for Bill Cosby, it was always a weird case anyway. Uh and I'm not being insensitive to anyone who has been sexually assaulted. I'm I'm definitely not with that. But it was like so many years later, it was like, all right, where's all the like how do you prove any of this? And I think and remember when you brought up that question of like, how does this affect the Me Too movement? I think it affects it, affects it in like, all right, now you got to come with your stuff, like for real. You can't just come out here and be like, this happened. And right, then, because anybody can say that. And then it's a, exactly. it's a her versus me type deal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With no proof. Yeah. Well, you know, when, but it, like the proof was, was him. That's how he got convicted and that's how he got out was... Mm-hmm. He signed the paper. He's like the the old prosecutor said. If he testifies, we won't bring charges against him. Which I didn't understand. What was the point of the case? Then? Yeah, what's the point of doing it uh, at that point? Is it just to make it all go away? Um, right. I don't. Because, I don't know. Because there was something new that I didn't know that he was like. He was really standing by his innocence. Like he was like, I'm willing to serve these whole ten years, as opposed to. Saying that that he he's guilty of something. He's guilty. Like and, and that's that's pretty interesting to me. Like you willing to serve the whole ten years. You know, Bro, that's I, I not consent, like it, man. I feel like if somebody's and, and I think it's a confusing thing. Um I I really do think it's a confusing thing. Like we can go out have a great time, have drinks. I don't know about the drug part, but you know, Judge Joe Brown, if, if you catch it, he was saying that, you know, this was one of those common things around that time that everyone was doing. Really? So, yeah, like not giving them to have sex, but, you know, passing around pills and folks taking them or whatever, because he was taking them as well, right? I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know. Yeah, nah, so. I, like, I, I tried to, like, personally, because it's like, dude, Bill Cosby, like I used to watch the Cosby show. Oh yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> like America's dad. No, nah, that's Tommy's other dad. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. this, it, it like messed me up so bad. Like I, it was hard for me because I love Bill Cosby. The fact that he didn't uh, curse in, I thought it was very creative that he didn't curse in his in his shows. Yeah, um, I, I love Bill until he got really critical of a lot of black men. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I had to kind of look at it through his eyes, and he was just kind of—he <laughs> was an old individual, kind of being like, 
You know, he sees it is it was his point of view. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Know, it was it was just such a weird case for me. Yeah, I Definitely wasn't totally. A weird case. I was just kind of like, after forty years, you know, yeah. it comes up and it's kind of it's. It's like you still can, you know. what I'm saying, what is this? You you question the statute of limitation, but um, it happened in 2004, and he went on trial in 2015. So I think the statute of limitation was like 12 years. Yeah, but even yeah, it is like 12 years. But even with that, like. Like it's kind of it's a rough one because it's like all right, where's the proof? Like you don't have like the you know the stuff isn't in you know the pill isn't in your DNA and you know what I'm saying in your blood test anymore. But it's I was gonna say it's it's still also you think about it like this: thirty people come out and tell you the same story, not because they heard the story, but they tell you their experience with it. The yeah. benefit of the doubt is. Something's true about what people are saying. Oh yeah, well that smoke does fire, yeah, right? This, and and, you know? and and that's basically what it was. And the testimony that he said is ultimately what got him put in jail. But even even with that, it's kind of like all right. But it was illegal. So what? What's illegal? His uh, his testimony should have not. His testimony is what caused him to be put in jail it shouldn't it shouldn't have because he signed like he he made a deal to testify Mm -hmm. about what happened but it cannot uh, be used against him yeah (laughs) so it's like it's just like a free testimony strict from the record right but kind of you know thinking about what he's saying is like um and it is it, it like I don't know. I have a hard time with it because I'm trying to figure out. All right, did you say no to taking the quaalude? And then, like, where? I don't know. Cause it, it it's all a tricky thing. It, it's it's crazy. I don't know. Let me ask you about this, man. So, um, we know that Bill Cosby got released, mm-hmm. and Felicia Rashad has sent yeah. a a tweet out that said, uh. Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. Miscarriage of justice is corrected. Um, And then Howard University said her response to Cosby release lacked sensitivity towards survivors of sexual assault, to which she acknowledged in clarification of her own words. Her her remarks were in no way directed towards survivors of sexual assault. Um, Do you feel like she should have gotten any type of backlash from saying anything like because I mean like she worked with Bill Cosby for so yeah. many years yeah, and she knows who he is she knows how he works and everything like that mm-hmm. and and honestly that's a friend of hers yeah um, it is. like uh and before we move on to like answering that question like Bill actually said something about that too like you know what I'm saying don't attack her uh, and I'm paraphrasing it. I don't know yeah. exactly how he said but he said basically don't you know don't attack her freedom of speech and that's kind of where <laughs> you know you kind of kind of go with because when you listen to that statement uh, from her and you read it it just her saying that a uh, terrible wrong you know what I'm saying, what was right. She didn't really, did she attack anyone? You know, she ain't say that, you know, 
I think it's I, like it's like you. It's like you know a family member of yours did something wrong, but then when they are released or you know or something, mm-hmm. they're like, "Thank God, you know, yeah, welcome yeah. home" or something like that. It was, it was that. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. And and the thing is, is it was she caught backlash because people like like what Bill Cosby did was terrible. That's not consent. He sexually no. assaulted these women, and he should be punished for it. You know, and uh, you you just you, it's just the the point of view of the situation. Yeah, and uh, and it's like her being in the status that she is now, like being the head of a. Uh, of uh, one of the colleges on Howard University, being an alum of Howard University, um, she's put in a tough, tough position because she, even though that's a friend, she still has to um, represent Howard University and the students. The students have to trust in her that, that she has their best interests at heart. You know what I'm saying? So it's a sense of this is my friend, but this is my livelihood. You know what I'm saying? Right now, yeah. this is what I'm doing right now. So but that's. Um, that that's what the lines of unfortunately social media and your and like business cross because it's like well this is my page and like come on like oh, let's be honest you think he ain't still got friends like people think that people do things and like they're the sky of the earth everybody's gonna turn their back just because you know they don't agree with he still got family and friends that believe that he's innocent yeah of this and they like looking at him probably like. I don't like what do y'all like, you know what I'm saying? Um yeah. so people gotta understand it's gonna be different perspectives and point of views. I get it. It's Howard University, you're supposed to be representing the company, but it's social media. It's her social page, not right. her business page. <laughs> uh, even if it is her business page, it's, it's her page. Uh and you know, just like you said, we got People do it every day. Mm. Somebody come home from jail or whatever, and you're like happy that they're home. So, man, it's always it's a sticky situation because if, if if everything is drawn out like it's supposed, like it is, then yeah, like you said, it, it was a heinous act against women. Um, but you know, <laughs> is it? None of us was there. <laughs> we don't. It's not even. It's not even the fact that we weren't there. It's just, it's just you know. It's just, well, I'm saying as far as him, uh, you know, getting out and him still saying yeah. that he was not that he's not guilty of anything. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's, it, it runs into a he say she say thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's the it's it's the most unfair thing. And I feel like you know as as men who are fathers of daughters. Mm-hmm. We have to instill in our daughters that, hey, say something. Don't yeah. wait. No worries about what may happen or what may not happen. Open your mouth and say something. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel like men of power use abuse their power by saying, hey, well, I'm going to eliminate you from this or I'm going to eliminate you from that. And they, you know, feel like they can get away with things. And, and those things are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't put a person in a position to where they feel like if they say something, they're going to lose out on stuff that that is basically the thing that they need to 
like reach the goal that they're trying to achieve. Like, nah, like you gotta say something. Yeah, and, and I don't get that part either. Like, I get it. I get it, man. It's it's like, is it worth losing out? Well, like these my- these young women, um, and it could. I look at the the Harvey Weinstein situation more than I look at the uh, Bill Cosby situation because I feel like Harvey Weinstein had more pull, even though Bill Cosby had some pull too. But Harvey Weinstein having these people have sex with him for them to get jobs. It's like, come on, man. You can't do shit like that. No, absolutely not. And you should you know, be able to, from the gift of gab, you should be able to pull them. If you can't pull them, then you need to figure it out. Ain't, ain't none of, yeah, that it ain't, ain't for you, bro. Keep on pushing. It's uh, right. No, Somebody's my, out there for you. My thing is just, you know, like, this is my thing. <laughs> if somebody really did this to you, why not go say something about it? And that's you know what and that was the thing, and man. I, and I get it. Like you're like, man, but I may lose my career. Is your career really more important? Some people you know, think it is. You can go find something else to do. Some people uh, don't. Some people don't believe that there's a, either. Some people don't believe that there's anything else for them to do, or they don't want to because they've worked so hard to get to the spot that they're at. But I don't even think if you even if you even do come forward. They do prosecute them sooner. You, of course, you. Have, I think you have more proof at that time than thirty years from now. But you th- also think about then, this too. Would that really? But would that really stop your career? Like, are they going to blackball you because you say, "Hey, this, this mofo," you know, saying, you know, saying, did this to me, and he gets convicted for it? Then does that really stop what you work so hard for? Yeah. <laughs> if he if he gets convicted for it, yeah, it possibly could. But you also have to think about when this stuff happened. It wasn't up, up until recently, uh, and and when I say recently, like within my lifetime, mm-hmm. that it was acceptable for women to actually be leaders in positions. Like we're still getting the first women to lead lead things. Well, I ain't talking about that part. I'm talking no, about I'm, you. I'm just saying the atmosphere and the the mindset <laughs> of the times. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was doing this back in the 60s, 70s, in 2004. Like this, like these are young people uh, who, like like women, have been looked upon as being second class citizens for a very long time. Yeah, like the yeah. like the plight of the black woman. It's like black women are so strong because they have been at the bottom of the totem pole everywhere. First, it's they're black. The second thing is they're woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, man, you, you get to a point to where, okay, now now they're looking upon like recently within the last 20 years, they're starting to be looked upon as equals. Like we just got our first female vice president. Yeah. Out of a what how long America's been America? Out of that many years, we have our first female vice president. Not president, vice president, which is a big thing. Don't get me wrong, it's huge. Um and she's the first uh African American Indian vice president. 
Yeah. So it's it's like we're still getting our first at the, at at one of the highest leadership positions in the country. And so it's it's like I get it, man. I get it. Like these women were like the the women that were in that career and stuff like that. They're afraid to to say something and didn't want to say anything because it's going to cause too much of a rift. And they're just trying to work. You know, it is what it is. What happened? It's like for me, who else did this? That's I get that point, but it's still hard for me to be like. So you just gonna do it and not? Because then at that point, I'm kind of like. Well, like you know, I, I don't. I still don't use that as an excuse. You know, like if some if, if something bad happened to you, man, go tell it. Cause right, don't, that's, don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up five, ten years down the road. And that's, a, and that's the thing. That's why I was saying, man, us as as girl dads and all the all every every female that's listening, man, we have to instill in these younger girls that hey. Something happens to you that you didn't want to, like, make sure you say something. Yeah. Don't wait because waiting only only makes it seem like that that you know it wasn't a big deal. Don't wait if it's something that you don't like. Speak up. Say what you need to say. Don't be afraid to leave. Like, right. <laughs> like, don't be afraid. Like, 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 let's remove the fear some, of anything. Yeah, somebody come offering you drugs or whatever to do then say no like yeah, that's it I don't, I don't care but ain't no career too big for that right right man, man. yeah but let's move right on along man i know uh, yeah. bill cosby means a lot to me that's all I'm, I'm really passionate and i hate that that happened um you know that he did things like that i can't like he admitted to it so it's not um a secret that he didn't do it but um i want to talk about shikari richardson um because i'm extremely saddened by this but i understand the rules i am a habitual rule follower and um shikari richardson was banned for a month um so she will not be able to participate in the olympics in the 100 meter finals um or in the 100 meters at the Olympics this year. She may have an opportunity to um, run at the in the 4 by 100 meter um, relay at the Olympics. Um, it's on August 6th. That's if the USA track team um, picks her up as a as a uh, athlete in that pool. Um, which I feel like they should. She, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like that almost guarantees, like, you know that she's the fastest person, like, to represent USA on the on the USA track and field. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? If she's available to run, why wouldn't you l- allow her to run? But I am extremely saddened by her not being able to run in the 100 because... Yeah. The hundred, like I've, I've, I tell Artika all the time, in track and field, women are more competitive than men. Like it's like, yeah, you have some tight races, but you know who's like a lot of the times it's between two people, and you know, like one person is going to be more dominant than the other one, 
and you may see something amazing. At this Olympics, I think the lead for the fastest time has changed four times by four different women. Mm-hmm. You know, or they've ran around the same time. Um, the world record right now has been standing for 33, 34 years um, by Flojo. She ran a 10.5 something in 100 for women. Um, Shelly Ann Frazier ran a 10.63. And that's the fastest time for the world uh, in the world today. Um, Shakari Richardson was right behind her at 10.71. Um, um, I can't think of her name, but she's a Nigerian uh, sprinter, and she ran a 10.71 or two this year. Gotcha. That's close. Like, <laughs> that's right behind each other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So um, that's a hair of a win. So we're, we're talking about a very competitive race out of actually four or five people on an eight, nine uh, lane track. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, and she was, and Shakira Richardson was a favorite to either win or come in, come in second. So it's, uh it's hard to see that, especially for a non um, performance enhancing drug of uh marijuana which is legal in about 20 states now in the USA um I hate that man I really do um she she you know she came on the one thing that I do appreciate about her is that she came on TV and admitted to it and accepting what she gets you know what I'm saying like you can't you can't do nothing but commend that a lot yeah, of people a lot of people are, are upset. I'm one. I am pissed because you are like y'all are missing out on something. Yeah. But I understand what rules are. She knew mm-hmm. the, she, what she says is she knew what the rules was and she did it anyway. Yeah. And, and at that point, I can't be upset. Mm-mm. Not upset at all. I'm just like, well, hey, it. it it's the probably the unpopular opinion because like a lot of people are like, oh man, ain't it? like all the rules possibly outdated, possibly. Yep. <laughs> but um, but the, the the point of the matter is, and 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 a, and a friend of mine put this up on Facebook and was like, look, this is the world rule. Yeah, <laughs> you right. Because right. where she's from, it is it's legal, but this is the world rule for for the Olympics, and it just is what it is. I commend her definitely for coming on. And accepting her mistake and facing the hand for it, uh, but it is what it is. Like you ain't supposed to smoke. You ain't supposed to smoke. Uh, devil down with it, like you know that. Yeah. Uh, however, she did it. it Could have been an animal for all I care. But <laughs> no, she smoked, you, I believe. Okay. Hey, yeah. If you ain't supposed to, you know, what I'm saying dive into it, then you don't dive. <laughs> don't don't right. do it. Right. You you know what you got at stake. You you out here doing it every day. It's like people who go to their jobs and then they get the uh the random drug test. Well, you knew they do random drug tests. Yeah, you, know, you, you took your the job. <laughs> you took the risk. That's on you. Until they change it, you know, it hey. Hopefully hopefully this situation allows them to kind of look at it and see you know, what like where they can come in and, and change some of the rules and mm. stuff like that because I mean, you'd like like 
we're looking at possibly the fastest thing we've seen since Flojo. Yeah. You know, um, she's definitely next next generation, the next one up. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelly Ann Frazier is 34 years old. Um, I mean, I don't know how much, like, this might be her last Olympics. She might be adjusting Gatlin and got one more in her. I'm not sure, but, I mean... She's an amazing woman. She's she definitely uh, she calls herself. I was reading an article. She was like, "I'm mommy rocket now" because they call it a pocket rocket. She's so short and she uh so fast. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's mommy rocket now. She had a baby uh, four years ago and stuff like that. So it's uh it's interesting. I'm 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 still excited about the Olympics just because. It's the like I tell y'all all the time. It's the only time I feel American that I can root for America. Man. And not feel funny about it, um, but it's uh it's something to, it's something to see, man. It's, it's definitely gonna be something to see. We definitely gonna miss out of uh miss out miss her talent, uh, Shakari Richardson's talent, um, like from the hundred. But it still should be a great race, um, and hopefully the USA track team picks her up for the four by one. Which, come on, guys. Fastest girl in the in the in the world today. Come on, but hopefully she just gets faster. She's only twenty one years old, so hopefully she continues to grow and get faster. And uh, you know, we see her in twenty twenty four winning that gold. Yeah, we know she's probably gonna win. Yeah, that's why I think it'll be. You know, probably just see it next year. I mean, she run, you know, she run this year great, but it won't be for her, you know, say signature, signature race. So, you know, it just, I just hope everybody, for one, I want them to look into it and be like, all right, here's this rule, you know what I'm saying, necessary. And then after that, I hope that everybody learns from this, you know, just, you know. Uh, cause I, I really want to look back into the Michael Phelps situation to see what happened with him. Uh, cause a lot of people are bringing it up, but yeah, Michael Phelps situation was completely different. When it That's came what I was thinking. It. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was a picture of him smoking weed, mm-hmm. but I think it was not around competition. Or during competition or something like that. Yeah. I think so that's he, what it was. He probably didn't test positive for it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, just, it's, it's just it's just one of those just things, man. It. Yeah, it, it you you screwed up. Uh, and I know it, you know, the death of a mind and stuff, she was going through some stuff. Uh, but us as um and not just her, but you know, us as African American, we gotta figure out a way to uh channel these things in a different avenue. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know you got something going on, find another way to uh to mourn or or whatever. So Yeah, he never tested positive for marijuana. And the and the photo that was uh taken of Michael Phelps was at a party six months after the 2008 Olympics, he still got a three month ban 
mm. uh, from competition, and he lost his Kellogg uh, he lost sponsorship. sponsorship. But it it wasn't during the time like if 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 the Olympics happened last year, mm-hmm. and she did that this year, like we wouldn't you yeah, know we wouldn't, wouldn't be talking yeah. about it. It Absolutely. wouldn't be a big deal because she would only get a month banned. And she wouldn't miss anything. Like, even if it was, she's not able to run the 100. I just read this. She's not able to run the 100-meter dash because her band is actually over on July 27th. She's not able to run because she doesn't officially have a, she didn't officially qualify in that event uh, from the Olympic trials. Mm. So the top three people qualify for the Olympics. And because her time and, and everything was vacated, um, she doesn't have. She didn't qualify for the Olympics in that in that event, even though she won it. Um, so it was it was vacated because of the because of the positive uh, marijuana test. Oh or, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what that and that's what it was. That's the difference between her and Michael Phelps. Yeah. See, people. Hey, people got to do their research, man. He, you got to look at. You got to do yeah. some research, man. Because his situation sounds worse than hers. His does sound worse because you can see. You obviously see him smoking. Yeah, and, and then gets, uh, and then he, that says that says this. <laughs> we just like why wasn't this looked at then? Because Why wasn't it, it, this rule changed then? Because it's like obviously this dude has won so many gold medals swimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where your <laughs> lungs are are ninety percent of the you know yeah like you need and, them. And you know at that point in time, we we weren't legal legalized in certain areas. It isn't you know it wasn't legal nice. anywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> wasn't you know around his time it wasn't. Like right. now, it's it's more it's legal. It's probably some of the people that's over the Olympics have invested in cannabis and you know all of that. So I, I think that's why it wasn't looked at there. And then also people weren't getting popped for it in the Olympics like that. Yeah, people yeah. knew not to smoke. Plus they they found a picture of him. He never tested positive. Right, um, right. So you know, um, just to mention uh, some more bands. From the uh, Olympics, um, Brianna McNeil lost lost her appeal of a five year ban. Bam. Um She, uh, I think, she came in second in the hundred meter hurdles, um, and she like she won the hundred meter hurdles in um, the previous Olympics. So mm-hmm. she is not going to be able to defend her title um, in this coming up Olympics. Um, the basically what happened with her was I think she had an abortion and she missed a uh like a a, a test or a, a some type of uh I guess a drug test or something like that because wow. she was recovering from that and she just didn't hear it was kind of like a miscommunication type deal um and she tried to cover something up. Oh well, for like, for, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what she tried to cover up, but she tried to cover something up. I was and that's what, uh, she yeah. So the runner said the case was related to a missing doping control in January 2020 while recovering from surgery to terminate a pregnancy. In a later exchange to verify the details, McNeil says she had changed the date on medical documents after mistaking when the surgery took place. Oh dang. 
So it's, uh, it, it was kind of like I made a mistake. I'm gonna change the date because that's not when it happened. And then so she got a five year ban from that. So she's gonna miss ooh. this Olympics and the next one. Um, hey, hey. So ultimately, she's probably done because, of, like, it's it's rare that you go to multiple Olympics and be competitive. Um, mm. So, I mean, it's it's hard. You hate to see that because she won the Olympics in 2016. Also, yeah. one thing I just I just saw, and then we can uh, kind of move in, into the original uh, conversation. Swim caps for thick curly hair not allowed at Olympics. Yeah, that's some BS. Did you see that? I heard about it. I didn't see it though. Yeah, um, so swimming caps designed for natural black hair won't be allowed at upcoming Tokyo Olympics. Um, Did they say why? They I, said I don't because it. it's not form fitting or something like that. The company, uh, uh, it was a British brand soul cap sought to have um its products officially recognized by finna i think that's the some official olympic sport or world sport in swimming or something maybe i don't know um the cops were barred by finna on the grounds that they that to their best knowledge the athletes competing at the international events never use neither required to use caps of such size and configuration. Now, think about this, Steve. Well, hold up before we go on, because from per BBC News, uh, it's saying that it could be reconsidered after the backlash. And I'm looking at the cap now, and after you said because it wasn't form-fitting, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I I get it. Uh, You see the cap? Yeah, um, if you go to BBC News, I was say uh, send it to the Slack, man. Because <laughs> look at us, man, in the middle of the podcast. But the, but that's the th- that's the thing, though, man. It's it's like it, it, like it, it sounds just, worse. It, it definitely <laughs> sounds worse. Um, but it's it's like what do you what do you, like? It's it's saying the best of their knowledge, the athletes competing at the international events never use, neither required the use of use of these caps. Think about who were competing at these events. It's us. It wasn't us. It was white oh, people. Mean? Oh, shoot. Um, Their hair not thick and curly. No, so they wouldn't need that. <laughs> like, so no, they, I'm, I'm uh... I'm thinking about overall. I yeah, mean, yeah. No, nah, it, it wasn't us. Well, we talking about the swim part. Then yeah, right. it, it wasn't right. It yeah. wasn't us swimming in 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 those meets, man. We we have a swimmer now. I and I need to look and see because I didn't see? watch the Olympic trials for the swim team. But yeah. I need to look and see what like who we do have swimming because we need to support her as much as we support Shakari Richardson as much as we support. Um, all the other people in the um, in the Olympics, man. Be- because I mean, like, essentially, she's been singled out. Like, what do you use? Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I see. I, I think that's what we got to be careful. Um, because if if that's the case, and it wasn't normally us, and then we use something, because it looks like she just has one that that they would normally use. She just got it in a bigger size to fit all of her hair. You put so, it in the slack. Yeah, it's in the slack. Um, so looking at it, it looks like, you know, 
they just need to create something that works. And I mean, you know, this is an issue where something happens and now, all right, let's go back to the dropping board and figure out, okay, what's, what's a suitable one for our, uh, you know what I'm saying? For, for people other than that, that have that type of hair, you know what I'm saying? That I, I just kind of see it that way. I don't think it's one of those things. I think it, it sucks and it sounds worse than I think what it looks like. Like she's being singled out, but we don't normally swim in those meets. Then yeah, she's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then when they say ban, you know, then it, it like really sucks. But if you look at the cap, like I'm looking at it now. And when I look at it, I'm like, I mean, I kind of I mean, get it. That thing looked like it'll slip right off or, you know what I'm saying, in a pool. Like, it doesn't look secure. Like, when you said that, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, that it wasn't form-fitting, I see exactly what they're talking yeah. about. It, it doesn't look that way. So then, yeah, it, it's it's like, okay, what do we use? And it's like, all right, also, what are the other options? Can we, like, grow right. our hair and put the cap on and it be a little more form-fitting? Or, you know what I'm saying, do create a cap that will, you know what I'm saying, be better for for us and our hair when we doing that? Because, um, I mean, looking at it, I'm like, shit, I, I feel like it'll slow her down. <laughs> you know, the cap alone. Um so I, I, you know, I think I think the way it was uh, possibly, I think the way the media picked it up, like when you say ban, you're like, dang, like we've been using, you know, what I'm saying using it, but if if we haven't had many people representing many people of color in that section of it, then that means we didn't use it. We didn't use it in the first place, which to me means that I don't, you know, we wouldn't have something on the market for us to use if we didn't. Yeah. Um, so basically, the the owners of this brand, this Soul Cap brand, they basically aren't taking it the way that you know it comes off when you're reading it. I mean, it's banned. A ban is a ban. It's saying no, you can't use this. But he's taking yeah. it as an opportunity to say, okay, well. Um, we, he basically is appreciating everybody that's supporting their product, mm-hmm. but um, you know, just trying to figure out how to how to make this because FINA has said that they could use it for recreational and teaching purposes, but can't use it in competition. Um, I think that they need to come together and figure out how to use it. Like basing it off of their reasoning of saying no, of banning this product is infuriating because they're saying, well, we don't, we don't want to use this product because we've never had to. Our athletes don't have to use that product. Well, y'all athletes aren't black people. I mean, is that what they said? This is, this is, this is quoted. In this article from uh, ESPN, quoted, um, the caps were barred by FINA on the grounds that, to their best knowledge, the athletes competing at the international events never use, neither required to use, caps of such size and configuration. Now, me and you both know, Mm -hmm. black people don't swim a lot. <laughs> I, I don't. I think that's a. I it's think a, that's it's a, a myth. I'm just saying. Yeah, that, it's but, a myth. Like, like, 
like all black people like one. Right, right. It's a it's like, a milf and a yeah. joke. But we know at these events we don't see a lot of black people at these events. Same thing with with gymnastics. You don't see a lot of black people in gymnastics, and and historically, these haven't been um, black events. Um, okay. We we know our women have huge hair. Yeah, and um, kind of going to that point real quick. I just found a quotable from uh KJ Terry Long, seventeen mm-hmm. year old, said, "Hair care is one of the many barriers she's faced as a black swimmer." Uh. And in quotes, this is what she said. She said, using the smallest swimming caps that everyone else would use, it would fit on my head. But because I put protective oil in my hair when I'm when I was swimming, it would just keep sliding off and my hair would get wet, said uh, KJ. I, I want to say her name is KJ, uh, KJ, who lives in Birmingham. So and I don't know if this is actually because this is Elise uh, Daring, Elise Daring, picture mm-hmm. wearing a soul cap, will be the first black woman to represent Great Britain in an yeah. Olympic swimming event at Tokyo. Um, I, th- I, I really think this is just a... I, th- <laughs> I, th- I really think this is just an opportunity for us to figure out right, how we can... How can we make this event uh, for yeah. everybody and not just so one one sided? Well, not just that because it, it's for everybody. It's just you know it comes down to this one thing about a cap, you know, um, yeah. which I think is just a opportunity to improve the cap that so that it works, so that there's something on the, on the market for everyone to use. No, nah, I think I, I definitely think it's a it's a it's an opportunity for the sport itself to yeah. uh, have more fans. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, like for people to hear that it's banned, first off, they're gonna get mad about it. But then, secondly, once you start seeing more people qualifying of different ethnicities, I don't even want to just say black people. But of different ethnicities, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> other other cultures and other people of different colors participating with different type of hair and stuff like that. Um, you you'll start getting more fans. You'll start getting more people to appreciate the the sport of swimming. Yeah. Like I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't watch swimming. I, I used to only watch it during the Olympics, and that's because. I like the Olympics, but you know, I mean, like you hear something like, hey, we're going to ban this. We're going to ban that, especially off of the Shakari Richardson ban for smoking marijuana. Like people don't agree with that. Like nobody actually agrees with that. And then one of the caps, like we, we're saying that because we understand how hair and what it means in the black community. And that's one of the, the things that, you know, can possibly keep black women yeah. um, from from participating in this sport. It's just all infuriating, man. So no, it's definitely I mean, an opportunity to to improve yeah. the sport. So, it, I mean, I get it. it it's kind of infuriating. And I think it's just the, the word ban. I, I think that's what triggers folks because, like we said a second ago, she broke the rules. Mm-hmm. It just kind of is, you know, she broke the rules. So, you know, uh, as far as the cap, I'm looking at the cap and I'm like, huh. Uh, I'm kind of like, all right, uh, you know, 
how does that stay home? Because when I watch, I, I do watch the swimming from time to time. And when I did, I mean, the caps that they put on, they they fit, fit. And I mean, unfortunately, you know, we haven't been represented in, in this part of the sport. So they had no need to make one. They haven't come into uh, that issue. So they didn't have need to make one that, right. you know what I'm saying, for our type of hair. So I, I think I think these are times where things are getting blown out of proportion. Uh, I'm probably blowing it out of proportion. So I just yeah. saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that and, you know, a lot of other folks uh, as well. Because um, mm. this says that it could be reconsidered because of black backlash. So, they, you know, they may yeah. be looking, looking into it. But I, I think I think is, you know, the Shakar Richardson situation, I think, is kind of <laughs> blown. You you broke the rules. Uh, sucks, but that what happened. As far as this one, I'm even looking at the cap, kind of like, how does that work mm-hmm. uh, when you're swimming? I, I feel like it would just slide off as well, um, causing the issue. And I can kind of see, you know, uh, but I think this is opp- I think in both situations, this is an opportunity to improve and make something better. So, nah, with you on that, man. Um, but that's gonna wrap us up with the news, bro. Oh, the Bucks yeah. and the Suns start July six. Um, so yeah, I think the Suns probably gonna win this one. Suns haven't. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna kind of chill on it uh, because. This first time the Suns have been in since nineteen something, yeah. And then the Bucks. Uh, I don't know if they've. I think have they ever been? Uh yeah, they've been before. I don't remember when though. Yeah, it's been a long it's time. It's been for a both very teams. long time. Uh, I think it's it's great because I get, we get to see something different. Uh, as far as the NBA Finals, um, the ratings. I wonder what it's gonna look like, but I'm gonna watch. I'm, I'm definitely not watching. Be, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not be, gonna be the person that's too quick to be like, "Hey, the Suns are gonna win," because you got the Greek freak on the other side. Who? That's the hey, thing. That's that, the that thing. Bucks team. The that Bucks, Bucks team, team is, nice, uh, bro. I don't, you know, the Suns look nice. There's a lot of young guys, but right now, if, if I had to put some money down, I'm going with the Bucks. Okay. Uh, okay. I see. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. That's cool. Because <laughs> I, I don't think the Suns have had to deal with a team that looks like the Bucks. Yeah. Like, I don't, trying to think if there's a team even similar. I know? see you on that, man. But, hey, we'll see. We definitely will see. Um, Yeah, man, let's get into it, bro. Let's go. Which one you want to hear first? Let's go with the versus battle first. Let's do it. Because that happened before we saw the um, the uh, they unveiled the cover for the double XL freshman list yeah. for this year. So let's go. With, let's go with the first piece piece of the news here, which is the versus battle. Bobby Brown, Keith Sweat. All right. I was on social media. Saw a lot of people talking about this is baby making music. Some people talking about, hey. We're having babies. I wonder. I wonder if some years down the line we're gonna, have, you know, we can relate some kids back to this date. <laughs> uh, it'd be pretty cool to see. But man, it was enjoyable. Man, I really, really enjoyed it. And this, uh, it's crazy because, like, I, I think I've said it plenty of times before that I was like, I, I didn't really look at. I haven't been looking at the versus battles since it went over to uh, Thriller. 
but uh, this one I was actually interested enough in to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only caught the halfway point, and um, once I caught that, uh, I just pretty much let it ride out. And man, me and my wife, man, we enjoyed it. It was a it was a good time. Uh, I watched it on the fight app because I don't like the thriller app. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the, about I that, didn't know the thriller app was going. I didn't. I had no experience with it, so I didn't know it was kind of like more social media like. Mm-hmm. So it's like you hopping on trying to figure out. All right, so how do I get to the versus battle? It's kind of a headache. So I, yeah. I used the fight app, and the fight app was just easy because it was like, all right, <laughs> here it is. You know, like a regular yeah. app or whatever you want to click on to watch. So man, I, I enjoyed it a lot more there. Plus the with the thriller is like some reason it was like still connected to my phone mm. and all of that. It was a pain. Um, so I watched it through the fight app. Uh, I really enjoyed the stage. Uh, <laughs> the the interaction between Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown, I really enjoyed as well. Seeing those two interact, joke, have some fun, talk crazy. And you see the silliness of, I would have thought Bobby would have been more silly than Keith. Yeah. But Keith is a silly dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, I didn't either. So that was something new to me. Uh, the DJ was on point. Uh, seeing Tank and Pleasure P at the end was was interesting, uh, but just seeing two legends do their thing and you know getting casual shots of the crowd as they were there enjoying themselves, uh, man, it was amazing. It was done during the Essence Festival, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so, I think it was virtual uh, this year too. Like in some parts, they had some parts that was, mm-hmm. that you could watch virtually. Um, Nah, man. Like the parts I, I didn't watch the whole thing. The parts that I did watch, um, I, I really enjoyed. Um, like you said, man, I didn't think Keith Sweat was that. Uh, I didn't know he was that that silly, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't. I also didn't know that Keith Sweat wrote that many songs. Oh, like that really surprised me. I was like, mm-hmm. hmm. I can't remember the song that I was like he wrote this, you know. But uh, he he definitely uh, as a writer, um, he he definitely is. He got some he got some things, man. Um, but now nah, his songs were uh, were definitely bringing taking us back to for me like our high school theme song, um, our junior prom was um, like the make it last forever. Yeah. You know, that was the theme of it. So I was like, man, Bobby Brown, man, has always like I've always loved his talent, but I hate the way his his like how he he's different from when he was like actually a popular artist. Like you always knew who Bobby Brown was, mm-hmm. but the Bobby Brown now is not the same Bobby Brown from then. You know, as far as like his voice and everything, like I was like, man, he probably smoked two big cigarettes or something. Well, I think I think a lot of people got to remember that uh, around that time he was like New Edition were like a bunch of kids. So yeah. of course, going through puberty <laughs> changed a lot of their voices, uh, and then also you know getting older. As you saw, Bobby was. Way heavier than what he used to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but he still he still sounded good to me. Uh, I mean, I I ain't never listened to Bobby Brown singing. I always would rather hear the. This sounds bad. I would rather hear 
um, the song when it was recorded than for Bobby Brown to sing it now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can see that point. I mean, I, I just think it really depends on what song and the time and in the era. Because you go back to those, I mean, go back to a lot of new edition songs, man. <laughs> I ain't talking about the new edition songs. I'm talking like my prerogative. Well, um, but all that was still around that time. The way it was, it was after that time. That was, was when he went solo. Yeah, but I mean, he was still what? I think when he recorded that, what he was like 18, 17? Um, around that time. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's, I think his voice is still similar to it. Just a lot, you know. He ain't 180-something pounds. I might like 200-plus. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, I man, that night... Because uh, if you watch the um, second half, man, Bobby did a lot of singing. Uh, yeah. And he sounded... <laughs> He sounded really good for for his age. I was concerned about Keith Sweat at first because he sung a couple lines. I was like, Keith Sweat don't yeah, sound Keith the Sweat same. sounded different too, man. When I first turned it on, I was like, wait, that ain't his song. <laughs> <laughs> but once he, he got in the groove, you could hear that voice came out here and there. But no, nah, yeah. like, I think it just, you know, age, time, vocal cords, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, you know, you got to take care of them vocal cords. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> Now, I really appreciate them, uh, you know, uh, I appreciate them doing it, first off. And then yeah. the secondly thing, I just really appreciate their stage presence because I felt like I was at a concert and I was like, had the bright idea that maybe this how the concerts are going to start to be. You know what I'm saying? Where like we we like I think we briefly like speaking of geekers like all of us. I think we talked about the evolution of the verses mm-hmm. um, before, and that like I felt like I was at a concert just with them too. You know, and it was it was like yeah, yeah we we competing, but we're out here having fun. You know, they were singing each other's song, they were dancing mm-hmm. with each other and stuff like that. They was cracking jokes with each other. Uh, Bobby at one point, Bobby Brown said, "Drink responsibly or responsibility," and <laughs> he sung, "Drink responsibility." Keith Sweat made a jingle for Ciroc. Uh, you know, they were having fun, man. And uh, yeah. I think the evolution of it is is for somebody to say, hey, we can uh, we can take this on, on around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We can we can go around the, the, the states and tour with this versus and, uh, you know, make a little money off of it. So that possibly could be the evolution where the artists start like going directly with each other saying, Hey, I want this versus and just start uh putting on a show like that. Yeah. I I, I see them doing whatever they want to do. I think yeah. it's something definitely uh cause it's, it's I mean it ain't karaoke, right? But it's kind of karaoke ish, mm-hmm. I guess. Just instead, you got the actual people there, so uh, I can't wait to see what they do because, like, it did feel like a concert type feel. It looked yeah. like it could definitely be pulled out because you know the other ones seemed like they were on set somewhere, right? 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 Whereas this one, they were actually on the stage performing, 
It could look really, really nice. I would like to see where it goes. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea at all. Uh, I think it'd be fun. Um, now, <laughs> how do you coordinate this? Uh, does it go on tour, or do we, or does you know, Swiss and Tim show up in the city and say, "Hey, this is where this battle is going to take place." Um, instead of instead of like, hey, like the tour is actually versus coming to your city, but not so much as all right, Bobby Brown versus is going to be, you know, saying on this yeah. ten city tour, you know, uh, yeah. I can see it that way because then it's like, all right, the ver- versus is coming to your town, we're bringing such and such, and you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be live and all that. I, I would think that would be pretty awesome. They'll keep it going. I think yeah. that would be kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that a lot. That'd be a lot of fun, man. Absolutely, I can I can see it coming to like a lot of major cities and really having a good impact. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, man, what what was your what was your favorite moment from this, man? When uh, Keith Sweat song uh, "Nobody." <laughs> and also when he signed to Ciroc and Bobby Brown was like drink responsibly responsibility I was like, <laughs> that just made me laugh man I was like I know what you mean man <laughs> I don't uh, um, I don't think he he drank much while he was up there Bobby. Nah, I don't think he did but I saw Keith taking Keith some Sweat steps. did though Keith yeah. Sweat was drinking yeah he, he you can tell he was <laughs> Somebody said, man, they look like two old men at the cookout talking about how they used to get chicks back in the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they did, bro. They did. Man, what a, the thing about it, man, I, I put it on Facebook is that I was like, man, nobody is probably the most toxic song, you know, one of it the is. most toxic songs ever. And, and just kind of looking back at some of that old music, like thinking about us singing this stuff in like middle school, early right. high school. So and inappropriate. Like, yeah. Like that's <laughs> inappropriate. Like we had no clue <laughs> of what in the world we were singing. Like, I know you're young and you're ready. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> what do you mean, young and ready? Um, right. I remember my, my mama would slap the lips off my face if I said it's my prerogative. And I never said that word until <laughs> I got grown. Uh, but just kind of listen to those. Uh, but, you know, despite, you know, some of the songs being toxic as hell, uh, man, just hearing that old music and the, and the feeling, because you don't get R&B like that anymore. Uh, it's probably the best part for me. So I don't have a exactly a favorite, favorite, like, part. Mm-hmm. But I do have, uh, I guess if, if this is one of my favorite parts, it'll be seeing Bobby. Because at a point, Bobby got the microphone stand, put the mic on the uh, microphone stand and really like, you know what I'm saying, kind of went back to that old school way of singing yeah. as opposed to singing with the mic in your hand. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And you can even see, there was a moment where Keith Sweat just kind of just stood there and just looked at Bobby as he sung. And I, I think at that you can kind of see what, you know, where Keith was admiring, you know what I'm saying, the the talent of Bobby Brown. Because despite yeah. all the stuff he went through, the talent of Bobby Brown is... It's like undeniable. A, yeah. Like he was talented. Very. He just, you know, went through whatever it was he went through. So, yeah. uh, man, I enjoyed it, man. I really, really did. And I think these are the ones that I enjoyed the most. 
No, I definitely ones. had a good time um, listening to it. We was talking about how um, why why put it at Essence Fest um, like previously last week when we was talking about BET should have you know should have mm-hmm. jumped on this versus it would have been a great opportunity for v- BET, but just to see two legends in our time get on stage and sing and enjoy each other um, just gave us an opportunity. It, it, it gives that good feeling, man, of good music being made and, and good things happening, man. So um, that's what I enjoyed the most about the verses, man. It's 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 about the songs, remembering the songs and, and being able to sing and, and look at these artists and and give a chance to like appreciate the the art that they gave to the world um, during that time, man. So, do you enjoy the the hip hop verses more or the R and B verses more? Um, I think I enjoyed the R and B verses more just because I know the words better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's the truth. That's the honest truth. But. Um, yeah. You know, I th- I think I enjoy the hip hop ones as well because of I like the artists that they have. Yeah. Like when they did Snoop and, and DMX, I really enjoyed that one. Um, Two Chains and Rick Ross, I I just felt like Two Chains, like I don't want to say was out of his league, but I felt like they had some league. like they could have had better opponents. Both of them could have had better opponents. Mm-hmm. Um. Who else? Um, Jeezy and Gucci. The world needed to see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like we did, like the the game needed that. Yeah. You know, um, the, things like that. That's what I enjoy. Um, I look forward. Like it's it's things that you would never like. It's people that you want to see come on there, and you know. And, and hear their music and in celebration of them it's almost like being able to go to go to uh, their concerts yeah you know absolutely. what I'm saying so that's what it is for me what about uh, yourself man what you what you enjoy more hip hop or the R&B um, I actually enjoy the R&B ones a little more than the hip hop ones why is that uh, reason being is I feel like the arm I feel like uh I feel like you can do more with the R&B as opposed to the hip-hop. Like, you know, when you got the hip-hop ones, um, unless you're like a a masterful performer, yeah, uh, you got like, you know what I'm saying? At some point, it's just, you know, two guys standing with a mic. Yeah. Uh, Or unless you're telling some incredible stories or something. I think at some point, you know, you got to work pretty hard to be a little more entertaining as for the hip-hop ones as opposed to the R&B ones, because the R&B ones, as we saw with like Keith Sweat, Bobby Brown, mm. uh, you know, you can, to a certain extent, you can do so much more performance-wise. Uh, I didn't see the um, Escape and SWV, but from what I heard, uh, it looked pretty cool. And it, it just seems like, yeah, at some point, it's not just two people in the mic. Mm-hmm. You're getting some some soul out of it. The hip hop ones are, are dope. It, it just depends on who's up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that it doesn't get like stagnant. Because if you ain't got no no stories or no connection, then it, it's oh, it ain't just, no type. Yeah, it's just 
another day at the club. Yeah. Whereas this, like we said, felt like, oh, we had a like freaking concert and you're getting Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat on the same stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's not a band or anything, but you got you got the DJ doing some incredible things. So I, I really do kind of enjoy the R&B ones. I think they come across better than the hip hop ones. Yeah. Um, unless it's something like, yeah, like a Gucci or Jeezy with, that has this incredible backstory. And we're like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm slick word about it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, like, uh-oh. Obviously, like, a, you know, DMS Snoop, who has some incredible stories. Or, I mean, shoot, Method Man and Red Man, but they are, like, masterful performers. Like, they're going to perform. Uh, yeah. Instead of two, you know, two people that are kind of just, they got their mic. Even even E-40 and, and Too Short. Um, but at some point, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Two guys standing around, right. uh, because with the with the with the Bob Brown and Keith Sweat, the stage wasn't like glamorous. Uh, but if you go back to E Forty and Too Short, like that stage was like incredible, yeah. <laughs> you know. So you have to make up for it, uh, is what I'm saying on the back end. Even mm-hmm. if we go with Brandy and Monica, uh, it was a great one, and so on and so forth. Uh, Just got. And uh, Erica Badu was an incredible one, and they were at the house. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. They, was they were at the house, and it was incredible. You know, so I think yeah. both got his benefits, but I think the R and B ones do edge it out and come across uh, a little better than the hip hop ones. Yeah, nah, I feel you on that one, man. So I wish we had some numbers from it because I do want to know where this one falls in the. Uh, and the long list of verses that we have. Yeah. But I, I haven't been able to find some numbers. You been able to find some numbers? Nah, that's what I was looking for right right uh right now. Yeah. I haven't if, found any. Any listeners out there, if you know how we can find the numbers, uh let us know so we can start finding those again. Cause I would like to kind of see how that range, that one specifically with those two legends, how that one range, uh, um, held his own, held his spot, ranked is the correct word, how it ranked against, you know, the rest of them. So, but other than that, man, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it for sure. I wasn't mad at it. Not at all. Not at all. At all. Um, so yeah, man, I guess that was the verses. Uh, Let's talk True. about this freshman class real quick, man. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, quick background on the fre- XXL freshman class. Every year, XXL puts out a freshman class of some of the hottest uh, hip hop artists uh, that that from the yeah from is it the past year or the is the, the previous year? So these yeah, the artists year. that came out last year going into this year, or you know, yeah, got yeah. notoriety within this past year. Yeah. And we got a nice little list. They um we got a nice little list of folks that are on this one. So it's always pretty cool. It's always sometimes it's some controversy. People be like, man, why are these people on here? And then sometimes it's not. And it's just uh and it's just right. Like, you know, like the freshman class that Nipsey Hustle was on. That was a, a amazing freshman class, and then yeah. you know some others. But uh, man, I'm gonna ring out ring out some names for you real quick. The freshman class for 2021, we got Moray on there, uh, Ian Dior, Lakia, DD Six, 
42 Doug, Ruby Rose, Blast. Yep. Said his name right this time. This time. Yeah, I got it now. Pooh Shiesty, Tusi, Corey LeRae, and Flo Millie. So congratulations to all them that are on the new uh, XXL out of this world. And they, they tell you, out of this world, uh, XXL freshman class 2021. Um, first reaction to it, man, the cover's crazy. Looking at it, the first, my first reaction was like, all right, a lot of these folks we was talking about, you know, yep. already. Uh, we talked about Blast a lot. Man, yep. I think he's incredible. That's, uh, that's who... Uh... G put us on, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He definitely did. So he definitely got that credit uh, for that. Uh, Moray, man, we yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Pusha, what more can we say, man? Exactly. Um, man, he had. In, I mean, it, but you, it was you know something. What's, what's and, up? And 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 this is I stand by this. Um. What's my man name? The uh God, I can't think of his name. Um Baby Mama won't let me see my kid. Oh, uh, Fujiano? Fujiano. I don't know what I was thinking. If he didn't get in trouble, he would be on this list too. I agree. I agree. I definitely definitely agree. Um that he would have been on this cover, I think. And I I need to read up and see. How he's doing? Because I don't know is he still locked up or not. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, we looking at Pooh Shiesty kind of in that same boat. Kind of sucks that he's gonna yeah. he's going through what he's going through, and and you know you're coming out on this cover, and then what you know. But he uh, did do, do, do the uh, the 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 uh, the thing, the rap, the freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Did do it. I saw the the trailer for it, and I was like, okay, yes. Cause yeah, uh, he got who's, who's the girl from last year? Uh, Big Lotto. Yeah, she killed it. <laughs> she killed it Absolutely. last year. I, I'm ready for some new Lotto. Uh, yeah. but that's besides the point. Um, man, Tootsie, uh, Tootsie. Uh, I remember hearing some records from him. Mm-hmm. So, man, I, I mean, I think it's solid, man. You know, I told you, I think there's a real solid list. I think they got it right. Uh, there are a few that I'm not familiar with, like um, Ruby Rose or Lakia, uh, Ian Dior. But for the most part, you know, I've heard things from from the rest, and we enjoyed it definitely. Who you got? Is there anybody on here that you was just kind of like, who in the world is this? Um, Ruby Rose, DDG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ian Dior, everybody else I know, I've heard their music and like them. Like the Coyle Ray, I don't really like her music, but I mean, I get why she's on here. She's a very popular um, artist. Gotcha. Um, but Lakia, I was talking about her a few weeks ago. She came out with something. Um, with the, it was a song she did with the City Girls. I was like, she got some bars. You know how I feel about Moray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Who's shysty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get 42 Doug. Uh, Flo Millie, she got bars. So, uh, so my thing with 42 Doug is I feel like, and this is my opinion, that 42 should have been on last year's. Why? 
Uh, I feel like I feel like last year he was he was really doing like he was really on his run. I feel like uh, I could be wrong, but I feel like he was on his run at that point. He uh, did a song I, with with uh, little baby, right? Yeah, he's done, yeah, he did uh, that song. I think what it was with Forty Two Doug was he came out it, like he started getting a rise after this list came out. You know what I'm saying? So because because that happened, it's like you know, okay, we gotta wait to next year to put you on. You know, okay. So, so he he, he's like, I feel like he like peaked, or not peaked, but on the rise, like right after this list. Gotcha. I ain't finna go back to to you know to change gotcha. it up because of him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a good point. Cause I I just felt like he was he's had like a couple years of being crazy hot. You know. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. At least he's getting his recognition and shine, and he's got to man. That's that's the best something. Thing. Uh, but yeah, man. Ooh, ooh, um. Man, you got anybody you add? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. That's pretty much it. You this know, is as a far solid as list, man. I'm, I'm not mad at this at all. It, it really, really is. Um, let me see, man. Let, let, let me see see every freshman class list. Let's look at last year's list and see how it compares to um, this year's uh, if my computer will act right so I can oh, see. 2020. Yeah, the 2020. Polo G. Okay. Cowboy, NLE Chopper, Lil' Key, Chica, Lil' TJ, Jack Harlow, Baby King, Rodway, Mulatto, Fabio Foreign, and uh, 24 Golden. 24K Golden. Gotcha. I wasn't mad at last year's. No, not at all. Not Freshman at player. all. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, I think that, I, I, I don't know. I guess I feel like I was listening to 42 Dub before I was listening to Lotto. Um, I guess that's the only thing I feel like they would switch them to. <laughs> them but two. you got you to gotta think like, uh, like they like popularity. That's yeah. basically what this freshman class is, is a popularity contest. When did this artist become more popular? Like yeah. I, you know, I told you with more Ray, him being on this J. Cole album got some eyes. Him doing all those interviews, him uh like the song, like I don't forgot the name of the song you put in the slack, but him doing Which that got tr- some trenches. Yeah, got yeah. some eyes. You know what I'm saying? So so it makes sense that he's on there. Um But he got, you know, like that's that's see the Moray is like he's he, you know, he he's heating now and he's yeah. like you know what I'm saying, more recent of the people on the list besides uh, Pooh Shiesty, I would say. Um, but like 42 Doug, I feel like his work was, you know what I'm saying, he had a lot more work tuck, tucked in that yeah. he could have made. You know what I'm saying, man, he probably just missed the deadline. It was just weird timing. Yeah, I think that's what, yeah. that's what it was. When was, what year was, uh, I'm trying to think, what year was, uh, Nipsey Hustle on. The Nipsey Hustle cover, and I have to go back to it because I don't want to mess up the year. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to, uh, <laughs> like, that That was, uh, 
an incredible class there. Let me find it here. Uh, trying to find one with Nip on it. Let me see. It was 2010. 2010. Yeah, yeah. I just I just got to it. If you look at Nips, you got J. Cole, you got Wiz Khalifa, Nipsey Hussle, uh, Gangster Gibbs on Freddie Gibbs, J. Rock. Um, let's see. For Sean, Sean Donis. Big Sean. Is Big Sean on there? Yeah. I see him. Wow. Uh Big Sean's on there. Um Peel. Uh, if y'all remember Peel, Peel was uh, pretty hot. Uh, around that time and he was uh gonna be on um uh MMG at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh man you got OJ the Juice Man on there. Like this cover here was pretty solid. I mean you got you got Cole on there for one. So Cole Nip Wiz, OJ, Freddie Gibbs, and I'm just naming the people that y'all probably like off the dome, you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Cole, Nip, Wiz, OJ, Freddie Gibbs, J Rock, and Big Sean, that's majority if you're not counting, you know, uh, and that's majority of the list. And there's only like three other people that you're probably, you know, one too, too familiar with at the time. Like that was such a solid, <laughs> solid list. Like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like like just those folks seeing what they went on to do today. Uh, besides OJ, you know, we know OJ went, went through some issues, but we know mm-hmm. what OJ was doing at that time. But just seeing what like those guys are doing today, that was an incredible solid list. Uh, man, like that's what I'm saying, man. Like with, with even with that list right there, man, like they all had work. Um, yeah. Like Wiz Khalifa had like three, four mixtapes out. Before 2010. Yeah. Uh, J. Cole, same way. Yeah. So it's probably just the timing and and how they put it together. Because this ain't no easy feat, Uh, (laughs) you know, putting all that together. I want to go back to another double XL cover. It's from 2007. And just just listen to this, man. You you got Boosie, Plies, Gorilla Zoe, Rich Boy, Young Dro. You got... uh, Look, that Lupe right there? You got Papoose on there. Uh, Saigon. Did I say Rich Boy already? Mm-hmm. Uh, Crooked Eyes on there. Joel Ortiz. Like, that's the whole list. Like, <laughs> goodness we gracious. We were Boosie in high school. Yeah, we were. But Boosie didn't, and, and you know, Boosie didn't get catch fire till around so, that time. Right. Yeah. So that's what that's what it is with with the double XL. It's not when that, and I feel like that's what you feeling with Forty Two Doug. It's not yeah. when you first listen to him his early music. It's when he got hot. Well, that's what and I'm he saying. He got I, hot. Probably I think it was, after this, after they did the cutoff, and that's what I'm thinking. Cause, but like last year, he was at his hottest. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't, I don't think he was as far as this year. He well, is he just hot. actually came out with his album. This year. That's true. Uh, yeah, he definitely just came out with his album this year, but I think, like, the what he was doing, you know, doing last year was ridiculous um, compared to this year. So I was kind of like, ah, that's why I kind of felt like, you know, for, like, some other folks, like, Boosie was, like, underground, underground. Mm-hmm. And Boosie finally got that made. I get that. That makes sense. Like, that ain't the, you know. Uh, but 42 Doug, I feel like he was pretty... It was hot. Uh, 
last year. Uh, more last year, but he probably just missed that um, cutoff, like you said. You know, um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking happened. So, I like the list though. I'm I'm fucking with it, man. This check out this 2011 list, man. You talking about Meek Mill, Big Crick, Sahara Prince, Little Twist? <laughs> okay, uh, Yellow okay. Wolf, Fred the Godson, Mac Miller, YG, Lil B, Kendrick Lamar, and Diggy Simmons. Yep. Like, yeah. That one was tough. That one was tough. You know somebody that was awesome, not man. on here. On which one? On any of these. Who? Drake. Good. <laughs> <laughs> like you like listen, let's be honest, man. Drake is probably the biggest artist of this decade. Um, that's a good uh but he did not get on the freshman class. Covered. Well, because mm. I, I think, think he would have been on there with J. Cole or or in the 2009 joint, maybe 2008. I ain't sure when see. So Far So uh, was it So Far So Gone came out. So Far Gone, yeah, So Far oh. Gone. Uh, who was all on the 2009? Wale, B.O.B., Asher Roth, and Charles Hamilton. You remember Charles Hamilton? Yeah, I do. Charles was actually dope. And then he yeah. Like, I don't want to say he lost his mind, but whatever happened to him, just kind of. But I mean, I, yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, it's only four there. So I felt like it was some mofo, but I guess not. Because uh, a year after, it was just three people, which was mm-hmm. Ace Hood, Currency, and uh, Kid Cudi. Um, so as far as Drake, that's an interesting one, because I wonder where he... Huh. I don't know. I wonder why why he he was never featured on one, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a real good we, question. Can we agree that Drake would have from from two thousand nine? Listen, listen. Yeah, from two thousand nine to about when was Kendrick Lamar on it? Two thousand eleven. He could have been on on the cover. Yeah, we we agree about that, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I okay. think so. Okay, so so far gone came out in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Thank me later came out in two thousand ten. Take care came out in two thousand eleven. So I mean, at what point were we like Drake was hot? <laughs> um, I, I would say so far gone was is definitely the class album, but I think Take Care is when he. Uh, Cause that's that's the second one, right? That was his so first gone. album. Because yeah, we so gotta remember, so far gone was a mixtape. Yeah, technically a mixtape. So I think "Take Care" was when uh, he really began, when he really uh, took off. I, I I think it was one. Of, I think that's a interesting case. Cause I think at that point it was just kind of like too late. Like "Take Care" was yeah. a, a yeah. huge. It was a huge album for him. Uh, and I'm just kind of looking through saying, all right, did, did anyone, has anyone on any other cover kind of took off like Drake did? Uh, and when I'm looking through them, I'm like, nah, probably probably not. I don't think anybody, because I don't think Cole took off like Drake did. Cole was kind of a... Uh, 
Shoot, man. I don't know, because Wiz, man, Wiz had cushion orange juice and that That was amazing. Uh, Big Sean took off pretty quick, too. I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder if he just declined to be on it. I want to say that's what that it has to be what happened. Because I don't see uh, you making this list and this list being relevant without Drake being on it at some point. But I think even there was a period of time of people just kind of not like, I don't know how well the industry believed in Drake at a period of time. So I wonder if they just kind of shunned him and like, uh, okay. Cause like, um, uh, cause what, what was the one where Drake is looking like he's a dang gone fall supermodel? What album was that? Cause they were so far gone. And then there was one before and that was, uh, from Drake. You got, what was the uh, one before so far gone? That was the first. That was the that was the mixtape. That was the first one. That's one more. You got to thank me, lady. You probably thinking about take care when you sitting at that table. No, uh, uh-uh. the one where he's standing to the camera, looking like a father supermodel, and all the leaves and shit and stuff is falling. Uh, comeback season. Comeback season. When did that come out? Yeah, comeback season before. Uh, so far gone. Two thousand seven. Hmm. Didn't know that. And then, the, and then, two thousand nine, we got so far gone. Um, see, uh, now I can say that this on two thousand seven, he would not. He definitely wouldn't have been on the cover because at that point, like, I don't even remember comeback season. Yeah, like, I, don't I don't think either. comeback season. I don't even think comeback season is one of those that anybody. I got it. Well, I'm not gonna say anybody. So far gone. And yeah, I, that's where I, I, I found out about Drake, and I was like, "This dude got something." <laughs> it's like I heard uh, "Comeback Season," and I was like, "Nah, I'm not a fan. I don't like this at all." Um, and then so oh, far, that was gone, a, I remember this. That was a mix that I didn't. I listened to it maybe once or twice. Yeah, kept yeah. pushing. So that was, see, yeah, yeah, that was like our first introduction. So as far as the 2007 cover uh, and 2008, definitely not. 2009, I think maybe he just kind of missed that. Maybe he missed that cutoff or people really still wasn't believing in him at that point. Because So Far Gone was really good, but I think it was amongst the people that was paying looking out for him. Uh, And then after that, we got... uh, Thank Me Later, which was technically his first album, which was also really good, but I, I don't know. He still won that as highest, and then we got Take Care, which well, we can say was, you know, really, really good album. I think at that point, it was probably too late to put him on. Uh, or they just didn't, you know, uh, or they just didn't say nothing. Because at that point, you know, he was with Wayne and he was just taking off. So, I don't know. I guess at what point are you a freshman is the other question. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Cause like I'm looking at the 2012 list and I'm like, all right, that's future done trip. Uh, what that Roscoe dash right there. Uh, <laughs> French Montana's on yeah. that one. Uh, thank me later. Peaked at number one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, no, man. He should have been 2010, 2011 at the latest. Well, uh, it peaked at number one, but what did it debut? 
I don't know what it debuted, but it peaked at number one. I mean, it can move up the charts. I'm, I'm just wondering what did it do in that first that was June 15, 2010. So that would be that'd be uh right before the freshman. Then they could have just um <laughs> looked up a ton of people, but it says they made a debut studio album. It was released. So I wonder where they did uh debut at. I mean, if it debuted at a certain number, that'll tell you the real story. Debut here, and then everybody got on board, and then the peak, and then because the peak is it peaked at number one, so eventually hit number one. But did it debut at number one? Is what I want to know. But uh, isn't isn't being number one what you want? No, that's what you want, but it also, you know what I'm saying, depending on where it debuted as well, tells the story of all right, when do people jump on the bandwagon? Because if it, if it debuted at, you know what I'm saying, number 20 on the charts, but it peaked at number one, then that means you had some late bloomers that eventually got on that Drake bandwagon, bandwagon then. So I wonder it where... It debuted at number one. It debuted at number one? Well, it debuted at number one. Yeah. So, so this man should have been on this, on this. He probably declined it. <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting to, man. That's that's the only explanation to make this list relevant. Um, <laughs> Drake probably uh, declined to be on this. Okay, so I did a quick Google search, and this is per. Uh, let me see. I think I found some uh, hotnewhiphop.com. Nine rappers who, and this was from 2017 article, nine rappers who turned down spots on a double XL freshman year. Drake's the first one. Is he? You I don't know. I don't, I am, I'm not looking at it. <laughs> you, said <laughs> it like, you said it like you looked at it. I am it. confident at this point that Drake had to have turned that down. I mean, if I Google Drake, and double XL freshman list, then I'm guessing he turned it down. Uh, and here at, at year 2010, uh, following the selection of the 2010 class, Nikki said she told XXL no disrespect, but no thanks. She continued, Drake and I, we love XXL. We just uh, shot for XXL. With all due respect, we felt like we kind of had graduated from the freshman class. So uh, Drake echoed her sentiments in another 2010 uh, interview. Technically, we were freshmen when they didn't put us on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I was uh, like, he had to. He had to, man. This dude was yeah. too big of an artist to uh, not mean, be on this freshman list. Yeah, and I mean, think about it. There's no Nicki, no Drake on it as well. And that's what I'm saying. Like, by that, you know, when when is it too late to put you on as a freshman? Because uh, if we look at After your it, first album? Yeah, I would think so. Because, um, I mean... You you got two mixtapes before getting to the first album. And then if we talking about 2010, 2010, what was dropped? Uh 2010 from Drake. What, what was dropped from Thank Drake me later. 2010? Thank me later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> 2009 or 2010, he should have been put on that freshman class list. Definitely if if they're like we graduated from it, he should have been put on it in 2009. Because so far gone, I don't know when Nikki should have been put on. Nick, I guess Nikki should have been put on and when 
uh, in 2009 as well. But Drake definitely should have been 2009. Um, I'm not going to say 2009. Uh, I would say 2010. I'm I'm just basing it off of what he's saying because they were like, they declined it for 2010 because, uh, and I was like, Drake's album, Thank Me Later. Or whatnot. So if if you've graduated from your freshman class, then yeah, so far gone would have should have got you on that list because that's when you started rising on 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 the serious tip when people start saying your name a lot was after yeah. so far gone. Yeah, so. I can see that point. Uh, other folks who missed it besides Nick and Drake, Vado Vado declined it as well per this uh per this article. Um, ASAP Rocky, I didn't even realize he ain't been on it. So ASAP Rocky would be another one who has uh, declined. Um, uh, here's a quote: He said, "I was on the list. I was touring and stuff. It just didn't work out. I got love for everybody. I think a lot uh, of the MFers on the list are corny as f." Uh, <laughs> shout out Danny Brown. I think a few people on there are legit for it and they deserve to be on the cover. So ASAP Rocky, that was a quote from him in 2012 of him, why he wasn't on. Uh, Young Thug, Young Thug, 2014, declined to be on there too. Um, That's interesting. Uh, Party Next Door, I Love McConan, whatever y'all want to call him. He declined to be on the list as well. Tory Lanez declined to be on the list too. It's interesting. Uh, Post Malone declined to be on there. Uh, um, yeah, so that's nine folks who actually declined that I wouldn't even thought about. Uh, didn't even think about why they weren't on one. So I think it's tomatoes, tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is, you know, got to kind of find that definition of like, all right, when are you not? <laughs> a freshman, but also, uh, you know, if they missed out on you, but they want to backtrack and pick you up, I don't think that's a bad thing either. You know, nope, I don't either, man. I, I think it's a good thing. So, um, I'm I'm with the list this year. I think they got a solid list. I'm waiting for the uh, the cipher to to drop. I think it drops in August, maybe. I may be lying. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but I'm waiting on it, man, because I, I, I think Moray um, is nice. I want to hear uh, Pooh Shiesty's, um verse, <laughs> and then I also want to hear Lakia. I don't think any of them are, like, just freestyle rappers or something, but I think they, they, they are nice uh, rappers. So, um yeah, that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to in that cipher, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. So, uh, shout out double XL, you actually got me to look at it this year because I think for a long time I haven't looked at that list. So, <laughs> uh, so I think it's done right. Um, so let us know if there was somebody who you thought should be on there <laughs> that isn't. Uh, hey, has Key Clock been on freshman list? I don't know. It'll probably go huh. up next year. Well, shoot. <laughs> uh, if he's going to go on, so I don't know. Has Dolph, Dolph been on there? Nope. I don't know. Well, I, I, ain't see, I ain't see his name. But anyway, yeah. guys, 
Once again, thank you for listening to another episode of Speaker Giggers Podcast. Um, yes, if, you have, <laughs> if you haven't already, please go subscribe to us um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, also, subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Um, hit the like button if you're watching from YouTube. Um, share the video out. Leave a comment. Let us know how you feel about the uh, freshman class this year. Um, also, how was your? What was your thoughts on? The versus this year. I mean, uh, the Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat versus. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you haven't already, please go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the Third. You got Steve at the Great Steve O Steve. You got Greg at Instantly underscore G. Um, Steve, what else you got to say, man? Um. Uh... My boy Plies was on the list. Looked in the game. Man, no, I ain't got much else to say. You know, just uh, man, look at look at look at all sides of the story before you go out there and believe and stuff. That's all I want to say. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, with that said, man, I'm out. Peace. Peace.